Welcome, Cosmic Toolbox. So this recording is coming late to you Sunday, May 2nd. And um, I would love to say that there was some sort of, you know, I guess I shouldn't say I would love to say I would I would normally have some reason that this was late getting to you other than I went to the beach. But that's my excuse today. It's our only 80 degree day in the midst of a lot of 50 degree days. And so we went to the beach and shirked off every single responsibility we had in honor of Beltane. So happy May Day, happy spring. Um, The weekend forecast covered Sunday. So um, when I was out today, I reminded myself the weekend forecast covered Sunday. Stay, enjoy yourself. And I knew you all would be out doing the same things and Discord has been slow today, so I'm hoping everybody was having fun as well. And if you weren't, I am sorry, but um, always feel free to reach out to me. If you don't follow me at on Instagram uh, with the Cosmic Toolbox, you can follow Cosmic Toolbox, and I'm posting there about outside of what I would necessarily call a forecast and. Um, you know, just the fun little aspects here and there. I posted today about how we are experiencing, not necessarily here on earth, but on Jupiter, they are experiencing or life on Jupiter, um, one of their equinoxes. And so the equinoxes on Jupiter only happen twice per 12 year rotation orbit right around the sun. And so not rotation, but orbit around the sun, it happens twice every 12 years for them. They get an equinox and it's really cool because the equinox happened today. And after their equinox for about a month, um, about a month until August, they will be having eclipses. So Jupiter has quite a few moons. If you're not up on your Jupiter astronomy. It's one of those planets that really and truly you should probably get to know. Jupiter um, is the largest planet in our solar system. And in addition to being the largest, it's like probably the actual I want to say, (laughs) I mean, it's like the biggest, 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 but it's more than just the largest. It's like, I'm trying to remember exactly the number, but earth fits inside of Jupiter, like 1300 times. I feel like I'm making that number up. I don't have this written down. It wasn't part of what I wanted to talk about, um, tonight, but I am excited about Jupiter. Um, but yeah, like earth could fit inside of Jupiter many, 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 many times. I think one of the statistics is that if Jupiter were a basketball, earth would be a grape. So, um, I go to a lot of kids museums too, and they talk about this fun fact everywhere you go, but it is a very big event, um, for Jupiter to go through its equinox. It happened in 2015 and it won't happen again until 2026. And so when this happens, think about when we have equinox here on earth and we talk a lot about on Jupiter there, their weather is wild. Like it rains, possibly rains diamonds. They they have a magnetic force that is unlike anything else in the solar system. Jupiter is why Neptune and Uranus 
they think we're pushed way out. They think that Jupiter protects earth from all sorts of asteroids. And so, um, and all sorts of like crashes and things like that. Um, so when you think about Jupiter, it's sometimes easy to think it's just like, you know, somewhere out there, but you really want to understand that Jupiter is huge, 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 huge. And in addition to being huge, it's very, very, um, magnetic, right. And it is, it has this crazy amount of power within our solar system. And so we don't want to get, um, sidetracked from the fact that it's a very powerful planet. And I think, and I might just be speaking from my own experience, but I studied under quite a few people put Jupiter on the outside. Right. And it wasn't considered an inner planet like Mercury, Earth, Venus and Mars. I disagree. I think Jupiter taught us a lot about humanity. It taught humanity a lot. Like in the 1600s, Galileo saw Jupiter and saw Jupiter's moons orbiting Jupiter and was like, whoa, orbit. Right. Like it was one of those things that taught us how the solar system works. And so I find it to be quite powerful and impactful. And so I like to talk a lot about Jupiter. And so I'm, I'm excited that I'm recording this Jupiter equinox May 2nd, right. And won't happen again until 2026. Where will we go in 2026 on the next Jupiter equinox? And whenever I talk about, you know, um, Jupiter and expansion, um, and really where, where we grow and how we grow and why we grow can all be under that blanket of Jupiter. It's broadening our horizons, the horizons of the mind. It's integrating. And I love shadow work. So I'm always thinking of integration when I'm talking shadow work. It's not just expansion. It's not growing for the sake of growing. It's not like a a toxic city sprawl, right? It's, it's, it's integration as you expand. It's beneficial, fortune, healing. Um, Saturn can kind of put a damper on that sometimes. Mostly Jupiter is wanting to expand. And it takes about 12 years, um, 11.9 years to orbit the sun and is in each sign for about a year, right? A little bit less, like than a year. Um, And so when you think of Jupiter, you can also, a lot of people... I'm trying to generalize a lot of people equate Jupiter to the Oak tree. So think of that wise expansion, that knowledge, that growth, that, um, hardiness. So that's the energy that's in the air right now. I would really be expecting if you saw on Instagram, you saw that I already said this, I would, a balancing of opportunity and skill set. Um, I would, I would expect to see, depending on what your birth chart looks like, I would expect to see that areas where maybe you felt stuck suddenly kind of kick into place or areas where you felt like you were restricted, maybe even, maybe even physically restricted, um, you'll be able to get some momentum behind it. So that's Jupiter. That's the Jupiter. Um, it's more of an astronomy thing than an astrology thing. Um, but I get excited when I get hits on both ends. So let's talk about this weekly forecast. The week is heavy. Um, heavy on aspects, heavy on possibility. That's what I want to kind of point to a lot of movement this week. So starting tomorrow, Monday, May 3rd, if you can believe it, we are in May. Now we get this third quarter moon in Aquarius. 
Um, it's the third quarter moon in Aquarius is conjunct Saturn and conjunct a fixed star and not just any fixed star. <laughs> um, one of the things that this um, third quarter moon kind of picks up on and has a lot of energy of is where are you not doing what you are supposed to be doing and where are you knowingly being called but not stepping into it it's a really it's a really interesting element right so the third quarter moon is conjunct saturn and the fixed star armis in aquarius um and it just can give some um nagging, nagging energy, like, oh, I know I should be doing that, but I don't feel like doing it. Please don't procrastinate. If you can do anything this week, it's get to work, just get to work. It'll be, it'll be so much better for you if you start this week working. Okay. And, um, it's one of the reasons I chose to go to the beach because I'm like, okay, Monday, I'm going to wake up and it's going to be all about getting stuff done. And so I got to make sure that I am showing up in this way. I needed some R and R before the week of us. So I hope you did the same, but so Monday we have that Mercury square Jupiter it's peaking, right? Starts today goes until about Tuesday, but it's peaking tomorrow. And it's going to give you this, um, possible feeling more capable than you are. Um, your uh, Jupiter wants you to expand and Mercury is really here sort of, um, you know, trying to logic and reason and communicate and use your brain. But then at the same time, Jupiter is just like pushing, pushing you and you're more likely or make some errors. Um, brisk gets the best of you, especially because the aspects peak really close to each other. So at about 5 30 AM Mercury squares off with Jupiter at a peak point. And then around 6 AM Eastern, the sun squares off with Saturn. And so, um, it just could feel, like I said, you could feel really weighed down by responsibilities, but you need to push through. That's the most important thing. When the sun is squaring off with anything, it's giving you illumination that in a tense way, in a tense way, change, straining, the arrow needed, needs tension to launch. It's a difficult aspect, but it's difficult on purpose. It's not just, you know, upset and trials and tribulation just for the sake of them. It's for you and for your growth. And then around 4 p.m., a little bit before, third quarter moon in Aquarius conjunct Saturn and the Armistice uh, fixed star. And that gives that nagging, troublesome sort of energy like, oh, I need to get this done. And then tomorrow night, 11 p.m., Mercury moves into Gemini until July 11th. And that might seem longer than normal because Mercury goes through a retrograde while it is here. Um, all of our Mercury retrogrades are in air signs this year. Yay. <laughs> Yay. We're just going to say, yay. Uh, so that's going to be a thing. Monday is going to feel very much. There's going to be a lot of muchness to the kickoff of the week. Just kind of think of it as trials and tribulations, tests for you to work hard and bust through. You have got this. The, the Taurus stellium is waning. That's just the very truth at the heart of all of this. Taurus gives us stability. Taurus gives us a firm, solid, lovely soil to work with, and it becomes easy to bloom within Taurus, right? The 
soil is fertile. We have everything we need and it's easy to bloom. And as the Taurus energy, that Taurus stellium starts to wane, we're going to feel like, what the heck? Right? So you're going to have to water yourself. You're going to have to fertilize your own soil. You're going to have to make sure you get enough sun. It's back on you a a little bit, right? Because, um, you know, without judgment and with total love in our hearts, Gemini's, um, you know, are Gemini's. And so it could go either way with a Gemini where Taurus is holding you tight. Gemini's like, I mean, if you're weak, then die. Right. Gemini has a different kind of energy folks. So Taurus stellium is waning, um, in Taurus, we still have starting off on Monday. We still have Venus, um, our black moon, Lilith, sun and Uranus in Taurus. And then later on at the, on Sunday, we'll have Ceres, but then on Tuesday, the moon moves into Pisces and then the moon conjuncts Jupiter, right. In this really fun way, (laughs) right. Because Jupiter will still be in Aquarius, but, um, we will have the moon in Pisces. And so they will be kind of like straddling that threshold, you know, Jen loves an in-between and I love thresholds. Threshold magic is something that is in my blood. Every single woman in my family does some form of threshold magic, whether it is our bells on our handles things nailed above the door, um, different rituals, moving in and out of thresholds over thresholds, times of year, sweeping bad energy out of the threshold, making everybody go out the front door and come in the back door, making everybody go out the back door and come in the front door. All the women in my family are crazy about thresholds. We are big into it. And so I love this aspect for Tuesday. I think we will be opening up. I think that we will have access to other worlds on Tuesday. I think meditation as a practice needs to be really solid on Tuesday. We'll be receiving messages, lots of them on Tuesday. Wednesday is a five, five day, um, the fifth day of the fifth month. And so we're always kind of looking for that power and that activation on those kind of days. The meteors are going to be kicking off on Wednesday. So extra terrestrial communication. That's what I'm going to say. That's where I'm going to leave it. Open your mind, receive the meditation, allow yourself to dream, allow yourself to make wishes, allow yourself to make plans, work on your manifestation energy. If you are not manifesting the things that you want during Taurus and Gemini season, then you have belief stuff that needs to be incorporated. And it's not any sort of victim shaming. It's not your fault in any way, shape or form. If things come up for you to heal, there all sorts of things could be happening. We're getting into eclipse season here. You might have aspects in your birth chart that are tense with this eclipse. And so you might have a hard time. It has nothing to do with, you know, oh, if I would have done this better or done that better, I would have been better off. That's not what I'm saying at all. However, you can be casting a vision right now, regardless of where you are. Vision's free, right? And this is coming from, you know, the part of me, (laughs) my whole body was actually homeless for a time, but um, this is coming from the part of me that went through that hard, hard time. And I keep with me very close to me Because when things get hard, it's very important to stop and remember what is my hardest and I am no longer there, right? So I'm here, like that pink song. I'm here. I know it could be worse. I know it could be worse. 
and I'm here. So you get into that foundation of knowing I'm here. And then you can cast a vision for yourself that totally exceeds your physical limitations. The vision is free, right? And so whenever we're unable to cast a vision in a way that we can latch onto, that's a belief block because the vision's free right? The vision is free. And so when we are unable to cast a vision from where we are, it's because of belief. It's not because of circumstance, because the vision is free. We're going to just keep saying that (laughs) over and over and over again until everyone feels like they're able to cast a vision specifically because this eclipse season is going, is going to be intense. And we want to make sure that we are as prepared as possible as we can be. So on Thursday, we want to be focusing on that vision. We want to be working on our manifestation energy. Venus trine Pluto retrograde is amazing time to heal. And that's Thursday, May 6th, right? So we have Venus, love, money, beauty, connection, the interweaving of the human species, the interconnectedness of all of life on earth, harmony, balance, right? Yin with Mars, all of that is trine, which is a positive aspect, right? Harmonious aspect, balancing aspect to Pluto retrograde. So that's all about that transformation, that bringing all of our darkness into the light, that incorporating assimilation energy major on Thursday. And we also have the Eta Aquarids. And so that meteor shower is going to be kicking. It's going to be bringing all that, uh, that universal energy. Thursday is a dream day. It is a dream day and you want to be living your life. And no matter your circumstances, the vision is free. We're just going to keep saying that to each other. Every time we, anyone comes to discord at all with like hard times, we're going to say, the vision is free, right? And we're going to totally hold each other to that because if no one else, this is another thing. And I know I'm turning into coach Jen, and I'm going to try to back myself up a little bit. No one else will cast a powerful vision for your life. No one else will cast as powerful of a vision for your life as you will. No one else will want for you what you want to your highest potential. They couldn't possibly know. We are all here for our own divine missions. And for as much as someone can see the very best of you, they will never be able to hold the vision for your life purpose like you will. And they may see you and they may think they are so good at this and so good at that and so good at this, but you're not here to be so good. You are here to be excellent. You are here to be magnificent and no one is going to hold the magnificent vision for your future like you will. So you need to bring that all the way back in and you need to remember that you are dreaming your dream and that people are here along for the ride and people are here to write their own vision for their own dreams. And we hook up arms and we move together towards our dreams, but no one will cast the vision for your life like you can. So we have to keep reminding ourselves of that. The vision is free, right? And so as we move through Thursday, you're going to want to repeat that, repeat that, repeat that. You hold the vision for your life. Stop trying to ask people to vet it. Stop trying to ask people if they think it's a good idea. You have it. It's your idea. So you go after it. And that's where you're going to find that PowerPoint. 
So then we get into Friday and the moon moves into Aries and we get some action, right? Some wind in our sails and, and we're going to be building on this vision. We're going to be building on this manifestation because we are moving towards a new moon. We are waning. It's a lot of powerful energy, but remember we're moving with the lower and lower and lower moon illumination. That lunar illumination is waning. And so we're going to be getting it from ourselves. Okay. And so then as we get into Saturday, Venus squares off with Jupiter, that's like major. So all of that binding force of the universe, like squaring off with all of that abundance and transformation and expansion, this is going to be one of those times where you will absolutely have to make up your mind about what you want. It's like that scene from, is that the notebook? I can't even remember. I think it's the notebook. What do you want? It's going to be totally one of those things. And then that happens in the morning, the Venus square Jupiter peaks in the morning around 9 30 AM. And then around 10 PM, Venus moves into Gemini until June 2nd. And so Gemini energy, remember Gemini, not here to play with you. Gemini is ruled by Mercury, talks out both sides of the neck when it needs to. And it is a time of freedom and clear vision. Do you want it or no? Because I'm not here to want it more than you want it. That's that Gemini energy. So you make sure you hold that vision for your life. And then on Sunday, the moon moves into Taurus. And we began to build on our new moon intentions because our new moon is in Taurus on the 11th. And so as the moon was into Taurus, we will be within new moon phase and that's next Sunday. So Saturday is going to be that end of this big week. We also have more meteor showers happening on Saturday. We have also on Saturday, note, asterisk, 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 uh, the moon conjunct chi uh, Chiron in Aries. So the moon is conjunct Chiron in Aries. The moon forms a union with our wounded healer just before the new moon in Taurus. And it does it in Aries. So my friends, you may feel some feels on Saturday. Hold that vision. Hold that vision. Why am I feeling this? When have I felt this before? Who else in my life has felt this way? When have I been on the other side of this? What am I here to learn? It does this fit with my journey? Is this part of my divine path? Do I need to let this go? Right. And, and get into that mind frame so that you can move into that new moon, ready to, ready to manifest and hold the line through eclipse season. So that's the week before you, everyone. <laughs> I'm excited to see you on the other side. I will see you on, I think it's Thursday for our next workshop. And I hope you all have a beautiful, beautiful week. It's good week to have a good week. Um, I will talk to you later. I will talk to you later. And uh, the vision is free. So see you soon.